0: 14. god dang god dang god diggity dang, dang, dang michael gevin here your mind mechanic tuning up your heart your mind one at a time so that your ideas do not die in your heart your head or your hard drive so today we're going to talk about being an imposter imposter syndrome self-doubt um you know i wanted to look this one up for a second and uh i wanted to pull up a definition for just one second um we've got imposter syndrome is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of their accolades. See, what's fascinating is I think that imposter syndrome, sometimes we can, depending on your past and whether or not you're trying to use it to predict your future, if you have not had... What you deem to be much success in the past, then imposter syndrome could be this constant doubting your abilities, your skills, and potentially even preventing you from moving forward. What's fascinating is when you see that, and then I read this other part, types of imposter syndrome, superhero. Which one of these are you? The superhero? You overwork uh, themselves, you overwork yourself to make up for how inadequate you feel. So that's that idea that somebody who even is at a high level, uh, sometimes this is the chip on their shoulder. People who uh, are really successful still feel like imposters. So the superhero imposter, overwork themselves to make up for how inadequate they feel. The natural genius, set it exceedingly high goals, but feeling crushed when they don't meet them. The expert, never satisfied with their level of understanding, always trying to learn more. The perfectionist, never completely happy with their work. fixated fixated on flaws instead of strengths. The soloist, prefer to work alone and won't ask for help uh, for fear of appearing weak or incompetent. You know, it's fascinating because I see the question asked, I jump on here and I want to jam on that topic. And when I think of where do you fit there? if If you just missed it, you only have to go a minute in and you can hear the different types of poster syndrome, superhero, natural genius, expert, perfectionist, soloist that I p- picked up here. And again, posture syndrome loosely defined as doubting your abilities, feeling like a fraud. It disproportionately affects high achieving people. You know, it's interesting because like I said, I think a lot of people at times think it only affects people who haven't achieved anything at all. Yet some people never let it go, no matter how much they've achieved. And when I look at my own life, I can see where that's both been true at beginning stages of things and being really good at something um it's natural when you're just starting out to have doubts to i wouldn't say at times feel like a fraud when you you are you, <laughs> you only should feel like a fraud when you're starting out is if you're blatantly lying to people right and i think that's the biggest one i think of when i think of imposter syndrome at times, I feel like the fake it till you make it, or to me, for some people, that works. And this is where phrases and words and, 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 and language matters, because fake it till you make it for some are like, That's, that was my motto. It worked. It worked phenomenal for me. And great. There's, there's nothing inherently wrong with it if it's working. Like right now, ask yourself, is what you're doing working for you? If somebody's telling you, you should do it another way, but something's really working, That's where you have to develop a level of discipline to know when do you make shifts and tweaks and and do things a little different? And when do you keep moving forward rather than the need to break things? And so that phrase for me is something is never fully resonated because to me, a lot of people who resonate with me go, fake it till you make it basically like I'll lie until it's true. And I know that there's a lot of things where uh, with affirmations and saying things, the problem is, is we're, we're so misaligned sometimes. And I find it easier for me and for a lot of people that I teach and coach to just be honest with where you're at, right? That mitigates this whole, I'm an imposter or a fraud because some people are very good at pulling things off. Oh, I can do that. And then they do. They learn, they Google, they this, they that, they practice, whatever, and they pull it off. Other people, they say things, and then they can't pull it off. And that causes problems. That causes distrust in people. Now, this high achieving, you go up this arc. When you're just starting, you're not going to be good at something. So, of course... Like to the degree that you're promising certain things you may or, not, may, may or may not be able to do, you may feel like a fraud. You may feel like an imposter. Now, the problem is, is when we continue to actually push through that resistance, continue to grow and learn and get better. So, in my life, you know, uh, in my video production career, you can pull this into coaching as well, but my video production career, I did my first same day edit for free, shot that day, showed the video that night. I was no imposter or anything else. It's just like, I never done it. I didn't charge for it. They didn't know it was coming. There was no expectations. If it didn't happen, it wouldn't have mattered. So it's great. And all is good. There's no imposter syndrome. I mean, there's doubts. Like, will I pull this off? Like, there's those things. But then I did it again and 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 again for a number of years. And yet there was this weird feeling because now I know that I'm like, good at it, but yet I wasn't being able to charge for it. And what was really happening there was that I didn't fully, so people could tell me I was good. I could see I created good work, but there was some element missing between being asked about the work, like when I was charging and being questioned and my ability to stand firm for what, Others did see, but I wasn't quite seeing myself because at times we're taught that more, 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 it's always more is better. And it depends again on what it is, is whether or not more is better. Yet for me, I was being conditioned that I needed to add more things and more things were not solving the problem. In fact, elimination solved my problem. And so when I think of imposter syndrome, I know that one of the main things that can fix it is one, not lying, but number two, continuing to do the work, whatever that work is for you. Right. Because when I read through these again, like I'll bring them back up the superhero, the natural genius, the expert, the perfectionist, the soloist, most things to fix are awareness. So the fact that you may know, I am aware I am suffering from imposter syndrome and thinking I'm not good enough. And, you know, no matter what I do, it's not right, right? Or people are going to find out that I'm a fraud. Um, And so when you see superhero overwork themselves to make up for how inadequate they feel, right? Their their self-esteem is so low, but they work so hard because the harder they work, the proof is they're worth something, Right. And so there's a thing, you know, in any, in any industry, at times, it may take you, you know, when you're brand new to learning something, doing something, something may take you 10 hours to do. And let's say you got paid $100 to do that. You're like, okay, that's good. I get $100. Now, the problem is, is that what a lot of people have a problem with is when they're able to now do that same thing in an hour, still charging $100. Because there's this self-esteem, confidence, judgment issue that if somebody knew it only took you an hour to do this thing, and now you're making $100 an hour versus you could justify charging $100 when it took you 10 hours, right? And it's all relative. Uh, It's all relative to where you are. Um, But I know that awareness is the key. And when you're able to come back and start to be aware and recognize that you suffer from this, you can do something about it whatever the issue is that you may be having issues with right now whether it's imposter syndrome or self doubt um, you have to first become vividly aware of what are the repercussions of this what what issues the overworker one there will write like are they pushing beyond and having to do more when it's unnecessary just because they feel that more like that was me when i offered 12 videos and I thought I needed to offer 14 to charge more money or more cameras or more people. What is that for you? What is the overdoing that you're you're doing to compensate for your lack in belief in what you do and what you bring to the table, right? And so when you can recognize that the solution of more is not solving it. And so now we need to come back and reanalyze why is it a problem to begin with? And so for me, and imposter syndrome it's really been action but now i can shorten the curve between yeah i'm really good at like not lying to people about what i where i'm really at you know like here i never on these videos or what i do in my coaching etc attempt to stand on a mountaintop and act like all my problems are in the past. All my challenges are in the past. And I've since figured everything out. I never have any issues. I never have any problems. I never have any difficulties. No, I'm forgetting, you know, never, nothing. Like that's just, I'm so much better than you. And, and so for me, I don't have to come here and hope you, you, you don't figure out the lie, Right. And that could be with me with coaching, speaking, inspiring and where I'm at in business, where I'm at in life, things that are happening. Some things I am past, it doesn't affect me anymore. Other things I'm in the middle of, but I can take somebody and even coach somebody who's dealing with what I'm dealing with and not feel like a fraud because I will tell them I am dealing with this right now, but here's how I view it. Maybe different than how you view it. And that allows me to not have to, there was a, uh, there was, uh, I think it was Gandhi was this story where this lady took, climbed the mountain, whatever, this was a metaphor, I got to reread it. But it was something along the lines is brought her son to Gandhi, told him, tell him to get off the sugar, stop eating all this sugar. She said, come back in a week. And when he came back in a week, he said, da-da-da-da, be off the sugar. And she's like thinking, okay, like, what's the deal? Like, you made us go back the whole track come back a week later and that that that's like what's different now versus a week ago and he said i was still eating sugar so even for him and his integrity he couldn't even he 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 didn't even want to go as far as to say i'm not doing it and then convince him of how to not do it he went and did it himself and then was able to confidently say it. Now, did he stay off of it? I don't know. But there's that aspect like transparency is so important. I've had those times in my life where I tried to act and be things that I wasn't. And then I'm hoping people don't find out. Let me know in the comments. There's a bunch of you on Facebook right now. Um, <laughs> oh, do it. Where are we at? There's a bunch of you right now. Questions, thoughts about this. How are you How is imposter syndrome affecting you? I didn't know this would be, this seems to be one of the more uh, popular titles here that I put on, you know, should just just do like 40 lives a day and just put different titles up and see what people say. But where are we at? This first time here, uh, appreciate you being here. leave some likes and love on Facebook, leave a comment. But um, where are you at? Where are you at with imposter syndrome? How is it affecting you? Because I always say, when I hear you, I can help you. So I'm looking here right now, people keep popping on. I love to see comments and interaction because that sparks something because otherwise I'm generalizing and generalizing is fine and helps people and, you know, solve some issues, but you know, my main work. Um, okay. So Nina, I'm a perfectionist and have trouble starting because I know I can't do it perfectly. Well, you need a couple of things. Where, where are we at here? Let me, uh, da, 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 where's that? Well, you can go to take <laughs> Yes, a pitch here for that, but I wasn't, that wasn't uh, planned, but TakeMIA.com, and I'll talk some about it, but that's an audio book I have titled Massive Imperfect Action, and something for me that has been huge is recognizing that, like right now, there are people coming on and off of this life, right, coming on and off. Some, some are coming on and off as fast as I said it, right? They're on and off. They were here. They're, oh, that guy, same thing, same background. Same energy. I got, I hear, I'm hearing the same thing every day. Right. And they're like tuning me out. Then other people, this is the first time they're on. They give me an extra few minutes here. Listen, then they might go back and listen to some other ones. Right. Some people uh, will be on here the whole time. Now I talk and they didn't plan to some people are on every single time. Some people right now are going to be like "Mm, that Brown on that blue jacket there. I don't know, man. And then that background, I don't know about that yellow. I don't know if those go quite together. That, that lightning bolt there, Seems a little over-redundant. There's a couple lightning bolts right next to each other. Um, I, mean, I don't really like the gray. His hair's a little funky today. Maybe he should take off those glasses and open his eyes up. Like there's there's so many things that, and this is a, I'm me pull this up for you all real quick. I don't share this too often. Um, but this ability to be imperfect has been so powerful. Knowing that there is no such thing as perfection, so I want to share a video really quickly that uh, is super powerful and shows me like this tran- transformation of where I am now to where I was. And I think that this is valuable to see. And I'm so happy I have this. This is before social media. This is on a video I made uh, for my senior class, but here it is. Um, I, I like to be behind the camera in front of this. Hold on one second. One second, one second. Um, I, I like to be behind the camera in front of this. Hold on one second. In 10 years, I one hope second. to uh, have a very successful business, um, with my video production stuff. Um, as you can tell, I'm not the actor. <laughs> not at all. Um, I I like to be behind the camera in front of this, you know, putting stuff together. An amazing 2011. I started with nothing and um, I just surrounded myself with really good people. And you know, anything's possible. I'm kind of goofy and uh, kind of awkward in front of the camera, because again, I like to be behind it. Hey everybody, it's Michael Gevin here and I'm super excited to be with you on Wednesday. We're going to do this video in 60 seconds or less. Thank you very much. Just kidding. Alright, let's go at it. So I am fired up find what you're passionate about but keep trying even am i trying to find what lights me up i keep failing i keep doing things i keep trying so i can find that thing. in 10 years right. i hope to here we go all right i think we're good audio is back uh, right. but, uh, here we go. <laughs> so i love that video and i love that i have that video available um because whoops is it playing again hold on one second There we go um there we go i'm back sorry about that um it has been a game changer for me because i recognize no matter who, like no matter how you show up how you try to show up perfectly sound perfect videos perfect editing's perfect writing's perfect posts are perfect 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 it's paralyzing absolutely paralyzing to attempt to be perfect because perfect is an illusion and it's made up by you and it's keeping you safe, but it's typically, you're trying to be, you're trying to not hurt, like feel pain from any kind of rejection that you may get when in fact, you're already feeling pain because there's something you want to do that you're not doing, that you're not creating, that you're not putting out there the tuning of hearts and minds. One of the times your ideas don't die in your heart's heads and hard drives. What is that for you? at any level, whether you're just getting started, or there's a new layer, a new level for you that now you're afraid of, right? And so for me, this kind of, hey, little buddy, is your daddy home? Did he go and leave you all alone? Hey-ho. Now, what, where'd that come from? I have no idea. Like, why was that the first thing that came to my mind? <laughs> Honestly, if it's your first time here. Hey, welcome to the show. Uh, but like, I wouldn't have done that a year or two ago, two and a half years ago. Like you saw the, Hey, but you know, talking really fast. Like I did some of that, but like, you know, I walked, I went to the store the other day, not the store. I went to pick up some food that we ordered and I had like these Nassau pants on this crazy Luigi green hat on. And like the colors were so mismatched and like, you know uh, I just, I didn't care. And I know there's been in the past, it's like, you know, you go somewhere and somebody looks like they went to the store with their, you know, their their, their sleep attire on and whatnot. It's like, and you judge them, but that judgment to others that you're doing all day, every day with their makeup, their hair, their sound, their color, their this, their that is also to the degree that you are uh, doing that to yourself, usually on a subconscious level. So you're not aware of it. Like you're just going around doing this judging, but then when you're to the degree that you judge others is likely to the degree you fear doing things because you fear that coming back. At you. It's not even you're not even aware of it. You're just simply um, it, it's preventing you from moving forward. So this imperfect action, um, you know, allows you to put in the reps. And really, that's that's the whole point of this today with this this type of thing. It's like putting in the reps, The more you put in the reps of anything, a specific thing with intentionality, you're on some level going to get a result. And when you do it once or twice, when you look at it in in a silo and in isolation, um, then it can feel like you make no progress, right? Like how I talk today, who I am today, the way I'm, I'm speaking and doing my whole thing. That kid in that video wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing right now just with a conversation, like the, the Michael Gebbin of today couldn't just tell the Michael Gebbin of 18 years old, like imperfect action, buddy. You know, don't be afraid of what people think like that would not work because I still got all this baggage. So now I got to have some courage, which you don't need if you don't have fear. So have some courage and this thing that I want to do step outside and try it once. And then again, and then again, and then again, and then again. And the more I do just something like this, like I, what, what's going to happen to me? Eight people say, thanks so much. This is super helpful. And one person says I'm a moron. I mean, first of all, I don't know, based on my beliefs and how I view things, that very rarely happens. And even if something like that happens um, to the degree they're just being hateful, I just block it. It's like somebody coming to your house. You don't let anybody in your house. So like, I know Facebook is not my home, But like these comments, I keep things safe. If you want to be constructive, I'm open for that. It's always something I can learn or grow. You're just going to be flat out hateful. Like that says more about you than it does anything about me. But see, I know who I am now. And so whatever your views on me, I don't have to take in. I don't have to accept. I don't have to believe. So you call me a moron. It triggers me. It makes me mad. Something in me says, yeah, maybe you are a moron. Maybe you are stupid. Right. So, to the degree you fear what others are going to say about you, likely to the degree you're judging others, then when people say those things and they trigger you, it's because you already believed it to some degree yourself. Because if I don't think I'm a moron and I know that I care about people and want to help people, if somebody says something kind of distasteful or hateful, okay. Like it stinks for a moment. It doesn't feel good. I'd be lying if I'm like, it does nothing. It used to do a lot of something. And I might spend, The rest of the day thinking, how do I respond to this person? How do I come back with a a big, huge written out paragraph to rebuttal against what they said to hateful against me? And now I, I don't need to give that person any airspace. And so there are people in your life right now, whether directly or indirectly, that you're afraid of what they may think of you, what they may say about you. That they're going to tell you that you did it wrong, and likely it comes from something in school or even a young age where you were told that was stupid, you did that wrong, red marks all over your paper, and that didn't feel good. And so, like we're set up to avoid pain. Like most people have not practiced and going around like I love pain. I think there's a guy what uh, uh David Goggins or something like that. That guy like loves pain, and I'm sure there's a whole bunch of things in there. I don't even I don't even have the knowledge to, you know, uh, diagnose what's going on there. Right. But like most of us, like we're doing whatever we can to avoid pain. Some of it's intentional and a lot of it's just subconscious. We don't know what we're like, well, we don't know what we don't know. We haven't brought it to our awareness. So anywho, let me see what else we got here for a second. Ugh, I can't wait to listen to this replay. Oh, uh, because self-doubt hits me. I struggle to know what is being what is being myself that I need to hang on to and what is not good and needs to be let go. Strong type A's have been very successful at hurting me with comments about what they don't like about me. I want to relate well to those who aren't like me, not try to become like them. Hmm. David, I don't know if you're still on here right now. I don't know when that comment um, came through, but so beautiful. I get it. I was around the alpha, the type A, the very strong dominant. And a lot of times I don't care whether they're dominant, whether they're alpha, whether they're any other form, passive, aggressive, passive, aggressive, or anything in between. um, People have their opinions and typically their projections. And when you start to recognize that we don't see others as they are, we see them as we are. And so typically anybody saying anything to you that you should do something or you shouldn't do something is because most people completely and entirely lack the awareness that when they're saying, Oh, it's really easy. That's all you got to do. Right? Like I even have to watch myself on certain things, things that have become easy for me that now are natural and autopilot that I forget that they maybe weren't at one point in time. So I try to be careful And practice and make sure and be aware that I am not telling somebody something's really easy. Because if it's something you've either wanted to do, been told you should do, thought you should do, and somebody continues to come along and go, it's really easy to do. Well, somebody who's been practicing carpentership for 15 years, it's really easy for them to hammer things, know where to saw, know how to use it and all that. But somebody who's never done it, that's not easy for them. Right. So there's so many things like that, where we're having people who are unaware project their opinions and their limitations onto us. And the more you can be aware of that and start to practice and recognize that it is no reflection of you. They are wired differently from you. And you likely go to people as well at times that you may or may not be. They may be asking your opinion. And what you say is a reflection of you. It's a projection of you onto them. And so when you start to go through life and see this, it makes it a lot easier to discern when should you listen and when should you not? What's good for you and what's not? Because then you're not quite as worried. Like I used to have a lot of that. When you got low self-esteem, low self-worth, don't believe in yourself, no confidence. It doesn't mean you won't accomplish things. It doesn't mean you won't make money. It doesn't mean you won't be you know successful in business. But you'll carry a weight around that typically, at least in my experience, can lead you to working on things and doing things and building things that likely are far more difficult and ungratifying and unfulfilling because you're doing it at the expense of self to appease someone you deem to be more successful, smarter, or wiser than you. And that is telling you, do this and do that. And in your mind, Some of it's like, yeah, that makes sense. I'll do that. And other things are like, did they not understand? Like I felt morbidly misunderstood most of the time for a long time when I seek the advice from other people. It's like there were answers that I wanted and most of the people I asked didn't give me the answers that I wanted. And then I just felt lost and confused. And so uh, the work I do on myself, all the work I've I've learned and grown, and the work that I help others with, is that we're all looking for like the strategies, the tactics, the step by step, the how to. This is what you say. This is how you say it. You know all the external things, um, but in fact, the people who are the most successful at times, there'll be people saying, "Oh, I don't even know how they're succeeding. They're not doing. They're breaking all the rules. They're not doing anything right." And I just did a post about this, about we need more people who will break the rules. And I'm not talking about driving erratically on the highway at 100 miles an hour and traffic and dodging in and out. I'm not talking about a a four-way light and there's red lights and there's one green and you're like, well, I want to break the rules today. I'll just fly through the red light. That's not kind of the rules I'm talking about breaking. What I'm talking about breaking is the rules that people have made up, most are, about here's how you should grow a business. Here's how you should live your life. Here's when you should wake up. Here's how you should market. Here's what you need to say. Here's the step by step on how to do it. And there's so much of this putting people in a box. And I speak to the misfits, the misunderstoods, the outliers, the outsiders, you know, the the underdogs, the people that at times are, you know, misrepresented because there's a lot of Alpha dominant, whether it's female or male, energy that's out there. I I have some of that that I bring out on these things, but I have immense compassion for those people whom typically are being berated by people with complete lack of awareness. And I've received this. I am only speaking from my own experience, and then all the experiences I've had collectively of people who come to me who are in this place where they feel stuck they feel confused they feel lost they feel misunderstood they have tried a lot of things but the things aren't working and they they made to feel like an imposter a fraud they have self-doubt they feel like a loser and they're not quite sure why when they've been putting the reps in it's not working if that feels like you let me know in the comments uh you know in this content right now i mean by and large, the only thing that I currently have available, I told you all about TakeMia.com. Is an audiobook. You can get it for a dollar if you want, download it. Uh, but outside of that, uh, it's just my personal time with coaching. Otherwise, you know, I think people get on these things. And even with me, that's why I've increased the regularity of these things because this is effortless and easy for me and I enjoy it. And my goal with content and information is to bring people enormous value without paying me a dime. There's no catch, there's no holding back, there's no here's four steps and the other 14 steps are available for purchase. It's simply to help you in a way that is a way I can give some of my time to help people at no cost and giving immense value to people as much as I can without the interaction. The only thing I charge for right now with my coaching is the access. I only have so much time. Um, and I say, when I hear you, I can help you. And those are some things I'm still playing around with de- to develop in the form of my private and, and uh, you know, group coaching. But outside of that, this content's here to help. And I want to give as much value because there's things that I wish that I could just have heard, stories, uh, perspectives that, quite frankly, at times I still have a hard time finding today. So I create these things for the me of today and the me of yesterday. Because there's a me today that still needs to hear this stuff, literal. And there is me's of today that are out there outside of me that need to hear it. And there's who I was that's still out there right now. So anywho to stop there today I, I try to keep these daily jump starts about 15 20 minutes i think i went a little longer today but uh i'm grateful for you your time and your attention i hope you find these valuable send me a message leave me a comment um you know right now these are only as a recording somebody's gonna end up hearing this or find it on youtube and podcast you can't find it anywhere else quite yet i'm getting everything ready so these on autopilot come out at a specific day and time monday through friday um every week so the library is being built for youtube and podcasts and instagram and all that that we will start releasing um but uh right now they're on facebook so if you catch on facebook you can go look on my facebook feed and see all the uh, old ones um that have been happening and uh it's your daily jumpstart michael gavin tune up hearts and minds one at a time so your ideas don't die in your heart's heads or hard drives and so if you have a topic or something you'd like me to cover or like to go deeper or you have yeah have butts send me a private message leave me a message um And I'll do my best to cover it on a future future topic. And we'll go from there. So rock and roll. Have an incredible day. Much love. And we'll talk soon. Bye-bye.